0: You are now listening to the Bay Shore Community Church Podcast. Our mission is to connect to God, connect to people, and to serve the community. Thank you for joining us today, and wherever you are listening, we hope that this message inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Our prayer is that this is just the beginning of a conversation between you and Jesus. Enjoy the message.
1: Bayshore Fenwick! Wow! Look at you all! This is a good-looking church. I'm normally in Rehoboth, if you don't know me, and I, sometimes in Rehoboth, I tell our crowd, I'll get up here, and you know, when I start preaching, I'll be like, oh, you guys are looking good today, you know, mainly this side, okay? Rehoboth, I'm kidding. I love you all, even the side that doesn't look as good. Um, but listen, Fenwick, I don't care what your spouse said to you this morning. You all are looking good. All of you are looking good. I am pumped up to be here. And um, Millsboro and Rehoboth, hey, hey, so glad you guys are joining in with us. Can we make some noise for Millsboro and Rehoboth, our online family? (laughs) So glad you guys are joining in. And this is is my first Sunday here. I don't know if I get a, a do I get a coffee mug? I don't know how this works. Um, But if this is your first Sunday in Fenwick, Welcome to church. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm the campus pastor at a Rehoboth Beach location. Somehow they let me come over here, um, and I'm glad that they did. And, and here's the thing. If this is your first time here or your first time in Millsboro, and you like today's message, get ready for the normal guy. He is the best, okay? Um, and if you don't like today's message, good news. I'm not the normal guy, <laughs> All right, except in Rehoboth, you got to put up with me no matter what. Okay, so, um, but I'm really, really excited to be here because we are in this all-campus, church-wide series called Back in Black, and uh, we didn't name the series Back in Black because I like classic rock music and I like that song, which I do, but we named the series Back in Black because we want to help you all get back in black when it comes to your money, and so uh, I named today's message kind of in the 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 black and black theme, I named it Rock Your Debt. Everybody, every campus, should say Rock Your Debt. Rock Your Debt. Rock your debt. Now, Your Now, before we get going, Fenwick, you need to know like one thing about me. And Millsboro found this out last weekend, and Lord help Rehoboth, they have to put up with this every weekend. But um, I love it when you get into the message. All right, so if I say something that you, like if I ask a question, you have 100% green light to shout me down, even from the back. And if I say something that you like, I will buy you a Christmas present. <laughs> if you say "preach it," or "get after it," or "shuck the corn," or "snap the peas, Joel," like what? Like I just want some feedback. And I always say this: if you, if there's something I say that you don't like, I love feedback, and you can always like if you have a complaint, you can always email me at Pastor Danny at BayshoreCommunityChurch.com. Okay. <laughs> All right, so every campus, who's going to help me preach today? you going to help me preach? Millsboro, Rehoboth, Fenwick, you going to help me preach? Snap the peas, peas, shuck the corn. All right, I like it. We're in. Okay, so I'm going to just test this out right away. Um, I got some questions right up front. Every campus, I need you to just let me know on this. Um, How many of you love Thrashers French Fries? Make some noise if you love Thrashers French Fries. Okay, if you don't, we may not be your church, Okay. (laughs) Uh, how about this? How many of you, speaking of thrashers, how many of you hate it when somebody feeds thrashers French fries to the seagulls? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's how you know who's from New Jersey. Just kidding, New Jersey people. We love you. Just stop feeding the seagulls. Um, what about like car- caramel popcorn? Who's in the caramel popcorn? Yeah. Whoo! Lord, take me now. Um, what about pizza? Any kind, the Grotto Pizza, Nicola Pizza, any kind of pizza? P- pizza. All right, I just proved that we are a totally unhealthy church, <laughs> which is why I last one, every campus get in on this. I'm, I'm curious, wh- who in, in the, the room or at every campus, you, you like to work out? Where are my workout people, my fitness people? Okay, that was quite a bit quieter. It's not good, okay. <laughs> but listen, I, I work out, but I don't work out because I want to be in the fitness. I work out so I can eat. Anybody else do this? Like, I run, but I don't run for fun. I run so I can go get a Wawa sub. That's what I'm going to run to Wawa so I can eat the sub. And so that's kind of how I do it. That's my thing. That's why I go, get into fitness. And, so, um, and speaking of like food and working out, I remember a few years ago, I was at um, our family Thanksgiving dinner, and my cousin's husband, Lance, said around dinner, we're just eating, he said one time when he was in college, he ran a 5K in under 20 minutes. Now... I was on like my fourth helping a macaroni and cheese and so I was thinking like I'm gonna I'm gonna need to run a 5k or I'm gonna need an ambulance or Pastor Chase to do my funeral or something and so I thought like if if Lance can run sorry Lance you're probably in Rehoboth right now but I was thinking if if Cousin Lance can run a 5k in under 20 minutes I can run a 5k in under 20 minutes now have you ever thought you could do something but you didn't really think it through has it ever, anybody has ever happened to you I was thinking, like, how hard can this be? And I, I, I like, figured it out. Like, this is a six-and-a-half-minute average mile pace. And I had heard people would run, like, a four-minute mile. So I'm like, this is going to be easy. And so I believed I could run it. I was like, I'm going to turkey trot the crud out of this 5K in under 20 minutes. And so I started training, you know, and I got way into training. All right, I'll, 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 you, you ever seen Rocky Four? He's like in the snow. He's like pulling sleds. I'm like pulling sleds. I'm hanging upside down from barn rafters doing inverted sit-ups. I'm like, I, I got this. I'm going to crush this run. And we got to run day. And listen, I knew I could do it. In my mind, I was like, I can, I can do this. I have my Spotify playlist, which is Rocky music, which is like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, I'm like ready to go. And so they blow the whistle, whatever it is. I, I take off. And, and this is true. I am crushing it. They actually have footage of me running this 5K, all right? And so I, we'll, we'll throw this up on the screen. This is me running this 5K. <laughs> Just Listen, that is not Forrest Gump. That is me, all right? I am running as hard as I can. And listen, I, I come around the final bend, and you can see the finish line, and they have a race clock all the way at the finish line. I'm trying to run it in under 20 minutes, and way down the road, I see the, the clock, and it says 19 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm like, whoo! And I started going into chariots of fire mode in my head, okay? In my head, this is what I was doing. Like, I am in it. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. And right in that moment, true story, a 10-year-old kid passed me (laughs) wearing a leotard. I'm like, I am not going to let little 10-year-old Bobby in a leotard pass me. Plus, I'm not going to let Cousin Lance beat me. And so I took off, and I crossed the finish line. In 19 minutes and 58 seconds, I did it. Take that, Lance. I beat you, man. Um, I did not beat the 10-year-old kid. He, he was too aerodynamic, okay? Like, that's what it was. Um, but here, here's my point. Uh, I, I 100% believe that I was able to, like, hit my goal because, number one, I trained a lot while listening to Guns N' Roses. Our next series is going to be called Welcome to the Jungle, by the way, just so you know. Um. Skin, that's not true. Um, but but number two, and more importantly, I think I hit my goal because I naively thought I could do it. Now, I'm not gonna go Tony Robbins on any of you all this morning, but have you noticed that when you think you can do something, you have a way better chance of actually doing it? Have you noticed this, anybody? Amen. Yeah, and and so maybe you're like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Like that idea, like, where where did I hear that idea from? You probably heard it from like good old Henry Ford, who's famous for his quotes, but you know, also that he made a car or something, I'm not sure. Um, but Henry Ford said this, he said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Now, how many of you, every campus, raise your hand if you've heard this quote before. Anybody ever heard this quote before? It's a good quote, isn't it? You know why this quote's good? Because good old Henry Ford stole it. He stole it. Good old Henry Ford stole it from the good book. You you, you want me to show you? All right, Proverbs 23, 7 says this. For as he thinks in his heart, everybody on three, we're going to read this last part together. Okay, the last three words. It's not highlighted, but we're going to read these last words every campus on three. One, two, three. So is he. If you think you can or think you can't, you're right. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Same thing. Now, maybe you're sitting here and you're like, Hank, that ain't true. It ain't true because in the 90s, I sang,
0: I believe I can fly.
1: And I never did fly, so it's not true. And, Hank, you believe you're a good driver, and you about ran over the parking team in the parking lot out there, okay? So, not true. Listen, all right, no, you can't fly, and Hank should probably start Ubering to church so our volunteers don't get run over. But, and more importantly, um. I 100% believe that in general, in general, that proverb, if you think you can or think you can't, okay, you're right, okay, and that proverb, for as he thinks in his heart, so are you, or so is he, okay, I believe in general that's true. Do, do you need an example? To sure. have an example? Okay, Rhett wants an example, I got an example, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious, every campus, um, is anybody around back in 1945? I'm just looking for the, the vintage people that doesn't sound right. Okay, we got a few well-seasoned people. Okay, not vintage. Well-seasoned people. I don't know if you know this, but in 1945, there was a guy named Gunder Hag. I think we got a picture of good old Gun- Yeah, this is good old Gunder Hag right here. Gunder Hag broke the world record in fastest mile run in 1945. He ran a mile in four minutes and one second. Now, in 1945, nobody thought it was possible to run a a mile in under four minutes. And so when he did this, they're like, no one will ever beat that. No one will beat it. Because people thought physically, the body, the human body could not run a mile faster than four miles or four minutes. Okay. One doctor even said, if you ran a mile in under four minutes, your heart would explode and you would die right then. How many of you are like, that that would be me? That would be me? That That would be me. Okay. And so... Nobody thought that it was possible. And so Gunder Hag kept his record for nine years. And then in 1954, a guy named Roger Bannister showed up. And Roger Bannister, everyone thought it was impossible to run a mile in under four minutes. The record held for nine years. Then Roger Bannister in 1954 ran the mile in three minutes and 59 seconds. He did it. And his record stood for 46 days. And in the next six years, 22 people ran a mile in under four minutes. And today, over 1,600 people have run a mile in under four minutes. So if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, maybe you're here and you're like, this is great. What's this got to do with me and Jesus and money? And I heard a rumor that an ACDC cover band is closing out the service. Like, what's the point? Here's my point, okay, today, every campus, I want you to believe that you can rock your debt. I want you to believe that you can pay some things off. I want you to actually believe it, because if you think you can or think you can't, you're right, you're right, and nobody is allowed to feel money shamed today, okay, that is not the Bayshore way, okay, I'm here to give you some money hope today, because, listen, listen, If you're here and you have some debt, you are so normal. Everybody, every campus, turn to the person next to you and say, you're so normal. You are so normal. Come on, play my games. You're so normal. Some of you are like, that's the nicest compliment I've ever gotten. Listen. Let me show you how normal you are. This is the average debt statistics, and we'll throw this on the screen for you. The average household has six thousand dollars in credit card debt. Unless your household makes over hundred thousand dollars, then that number is double. It's twelve thousand dollars in credit card debt. The average car loan is twenty nine thousand dollars per household, and the average car loan term is seventy two or seventy two years. Doesn't it feel like that? Seventy two months, and a third of us are underwater on our cars. The average student loan per household is $59,000, and only one in four of us actually use our degree in the career field we're in, which is me. I have a business degree, and I'm preaching somehow. I don't know. Okay. And then, last but not least, the cost of home ownership since 2020 has gone up 73%. Everybody say, normal, normal. That is normal, but I believe that Jesus doesn't want us to live normal lives. I don't think Jesus wants us to have average lives. And when we follow Jesus' money plan, we get a Jesus bonus check. Have you heard of the Jesus bonus check? I'm going to show you the Jesus bonus check. Check out Luke 16, verse 10. This is Jesus talking, and Jesus says this. He says, whoever, and that's you you're a whoever. Whoever can be trusted with yeah, just a little bit of money, you know, very, very little, can also be trusted with what? Too much. Jesus bonus check. And so how do we rock our debt and get the Jesus bonus check situation? Number one, you got to believe that you can do it because if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Okay. And number two, just hang out with me today and don't fall asleep because I got three pretty easy points for you. Okay. Does this sound good? Okay. So first point is this. If you're taking notes, uh, and we'll put this on the screen, is we can rock our debt by getting self-control. Everybody say self-control. self-control. With a smile. Right here. I like it. All right. <laughs> um, speaking of self-control, uh, you should have got an hour later when you came in. And uh, if you've got an hour later, just raise your hand. If you got one. Okay, good. All right, hands down. Now, this last, next question, do, do not lie. Millsboro, Rehoboth, you cannot lie. I want you to raise your hand if you ate an hour later already. If you ate it, okay. Come on, they're just like this. It's like, put that, yeah, yeah, there we go. No self-control. <laughs> listen, I, I, if, now, if this were a Reese cup, yeah. listen, I would have sloppy ate it during the music. Like, you're a good, good father. No, this is a good, good Reese cup. And that's what this is. All right. Who would have had some self-control issues if this was a Reese cup? Okay, there's everybody else. Okay, um, now just hold on to those. We'll come back to them an hour laters. Um, but I like to think that I have self-control, but, but I struggle. And, and so, like, for instance, a few weeks ago, I did this wedding for uh, a couple uh, that goes to Rehoboth. We, we have their picture uh, that we'll throw up here. This is, um, this is John and Pamela. And John and Pamela are probably watching in Rehoboth, and they are two newlywed lovebirds. Can we just make some noise at every campus for John and Pamela? Yeah. And next to them, the little guys, those are my two kids. Now, maybe you're like, well, why are your kids at the wedding? Well, because this wedding was at 6.30 in the morning on a Friday. And my wife was working, so guess what? It was bring your kids to work day, baby. And so I told my kids, I was like, kids, okay, if, if you come with me, I will pay you $10 if you do some preacher work for me you want to do it. And they're like, we're in. I'm like, okay, I'll give you $10 to go to the candy store that night if you come and help me. And you're going to help me serve communion. And so we have this very small, intimate, you know, ceremony on the beach. Just a few of us We're standing there, the sun is rising, it's beautiful. We get to the communion part. My daughter Nora just perfectly comes and brings me the bread, and we talk about that. Everybody's crying, okay, it's really good. Then we get to the the juice part. My buddy buddy Nixon is in charge of the juice part. He brings me the juice, and it's just like this quiet moment. And then Nixon gives me the juice, and he says, Daddy, do I get my $10 now or later? (laughs) Church story. I'm like, you are fired. And don't ask for severance, buddy, okay? But they did really well, other than that one little snag. And so that night, uh, me and my wife were like, we're going to take you to the candy store. And we took them to this place in Ocean View, a new place called Sweeties. And we put it on the screen because maybe you want to support a local business. And so we took them to Sweeties. And before we walked in, we're like, kids, you get $10 each to go buy whatever you want. And they're like, "Oh." And they're like, are you and mommy going to get candy too? And we're like, no, kids. Tonight is about you and how hard you have worked. And so we walk them in. I have Nixon. Stacey has Nora. And like they start getting their candy. Two minutes in, I get my own candy bag. And I am stuffing that thing full, man. I am putting, like, I I look like a seagull at the Golden Corral Buffet. All right? I got chocolate-covered pretzels. I got chocolate-covered peanut clusters. Chocolate-covered coffee beans good Lord. That, it was, those are amazing. That's the best thing in the whole store. And so like, and I'm like getting all this stuff. I look over and my wife is doing the exact same thing. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you worry about you. Don't worry about me. What happened? We lost all self-control. We acted like two kids in a in a candy store. I'm curious, have you ever lost self-control like that? Raise your hand. Every campus, you ever lost self-control like that? A Kiki and Rehoboth, raise your hand. I know you. I see you in the back. Listen, when we have no self-control, we live like we are kids in a candy store. We, we have a hard time saying no because we don't, we don't want it later. We want it when? Now. We want it now. Here's what uh, Proverbs 25, 28 says. It says, a person without what? without self-control is like a city with broken down walls when we don't have self-control we're just like we're totally vulnerable now I'm I'm just curious no judgment zone all right but I'm curious who is willing to admit at any of our campuses that you've ever had a moment of weakness and you have bought something you shouldn't have because your self-control left the building raise your hand that's everybody all right unless you got a problem with lying okay and so it's so easy to live like a kid in a candy store. All right, for some of you, it's, it's Amazon Prime Day. Oh my, Woo. <clears throat> my wife, okay. <laughs> Maybe for you, it's Black Friday. Maybe for you, you're like, forget Black Friday. I lose self-control every Friday. <laughs> but listen, every single person can be like a kid in a candy store, and we have a hard time saying no to what we want right now. Ladies, I'm going to pick on you first, all right, so... I'm scared, but I'm gonna do it. This is what you do. Okay, ladies, you see the sales rack. Oh. Two shirts for $20, and you're like, I'll take two for every day of the week. And you come home, you're like, Husband, I bought 47 shirts, and my receipt says I saved $963. And every husband's thinking, No, 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 spending is not saving but you buy the sales shirt and then you buy the sales bracelet because it matches the sales shirt and then you get the sale nails to match the bracelet. Men, we don't do that because we are men. We go way bigger than that. We're like, honey, I bought the biggest Yeti they make. The biggest Yeti cooler. Did you get it on sale at least? No, paid over retail. And it wouldn't fit in your minivan, so bought a brand-new family F-750, okay? <laughs> and it matches the cooler. Hey, take a drink out of the whatever. Like. <laughs> and so that's what we do. Listen, I remember um, years ago, my, my buddy came to me, and he's like, he wanted to run a money plan by me. He's like, I got this idea. We have money. I want to tell you about it. You tell me what you think. I was like, okay, okay. And he's like, okay, my plan is I want to save $600 a month towards a truck and i want to do it for five years and at the end of five years i'm gonna go buy a truck for cash is this a good idea i'm like i you should be my financial advisor like that is a yeah, yeah i am that is a great idea i am proud of you okay the next day this is not an exaggeration the next day i see him and i'm like hey man what are you doing this weekend he's like oh i'm gonna go test drive some trucks i'm like what am, am i on, am i on drugs did my wife slip an ambient into my Yeti cup? Like, what, what? He's like, no, 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 don't worry. I'm not going to buy anything. Guess who financed a truck that weekend? Come on, who can relate to that story? Can you relate to that story? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I can. Okay. But listen, you can either live like a kid in a candy store now with no self-control and a whole lot of debt, or or you can really live like a kid in a candy store later with a little bit of self-control and no debt. Here's um, kind of me and my wife's story. Um, and this is my wife, Stacy, by the way. If you don't know Stacy, she is my better half. She's the smoking hot woman over here. Um, me, me and my wife got married so long ago, it was when MySpace was around. <laughs> Who remembers MySpace? We're like internet Pilgrim, sorry, if you were on MySpace, all right? So we we got married almost 15 years ago, and I think we broke the world record for poorest married couple the first year. Like, this is not an exaggeration. Our first and second mortgage, we got two, was almost 60% of our take-home pay in our first year of marriage. We were so broke, we used to eat cereal with a fork just to save on milk, some of you will get that on your way home. That's okay. <laughs> Hank, explain it to her in the car. I don't know. <laughs> but we didn't have any money. And so we were like, okay, we're just going to just hunker down. I'm, not, I'm curious, how many of you in your first year or first couple years of marriage, like, you were broke? Let, let me see who was broke. Some of you are like, the first couple years of marriage? We celebrated 50 years the other day. We've been broke the whole time. whole time. No, we were. We were really broke, all right? We were, we were so broke. Stacey had this um, uh, Mazda protege, and it smoked so bad. Like, I, put, I should have put a train, you know, whistle on it, because you just smoke piling out of that thing. We didn't spend any money, all right? We, we were the people that would go to the grocery store, and we were like, okay, no, no, no. We, we can't do the Dr. Peppers, but we will get the Dr. Perkies. <laughs> and oh, and Doritos, yeah, right. Let me get the No-Ritos down here. We were buying, like, like, the cheapest people. We didn't go out to eat unless we had a coupon. We, Stacy made me some Christmas gifts, which I still have, which are really, really awesome. Our heat, that first winter, we set a thermostat to 65 degrees. But there's other ways to stay warm in the winter, if you know what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> the only thing that we spent money on that first year is we bought a dog. And we didn't, listen, we didn't even get a fancy dog. We got an off-brand dog. But we we knew we we had that's where we were at. Now in the second year of marriage, my, my wife got her career and started making you know good money. And but we knew we we're gonna live like if we want to live in kids like kids in a candy store later. Right now we gotta say no to a whole lot of stuff, and so we did. That's why we were in the grocery store, like getting bargain shopping and not going out to eat and making each other Christmas presents. And for twelve years we were on a spending freeze. Twelve years. Even though that second year, the income went up and all that, we decided we're going to just save everything and pay everything off as much as we can in the first 12 years. And then after 12 years, after 12 years, which was a couple years ago, we now feel like we are kids in a candy store because we got things paid off. We got a really, really good position. And now the car, it doesn't even smoke. (laughs) Last week, I told you that our our walk-in closet, we have a level on bottom and a level on top, shirts on top. Pants on bottom, okay? And I 100% believe that God walked us through all those lean years. But I also know that self-control changed our life. Self-control changed our life. And so um, if you have that uh, uh, now or later, go ahead and get out your now or later one more time. Just get it out. If you're already eaten it, just get the wrapper or just hold it up in spirit. Okay, wave it around like you just don't care. Every campus, get your now later. <laughs> and I need you to say this with me. We're going to say no to some stuff now. So we get to say yes to a whole lot of stuff later. All right, we're going to say no to some stuff now. So we get to say yes to a whole lot of stuff later. And listen, when you get to later, when you have rocked your debt, ladies, listen, say yes to the dress. Buy all 47 shirts. Get the bracelet that matches the shirt. Get your nails done every single day of the week. Get, listen, get the Wolverine nails. And listen, I say this about once a year. It always gets me in trouble. But listen, ladies, you just need to know that, like, guys, we don't really care about nails. I've never heard a guy say, would you check out the set of nails on that girl? Do you think? Do you think they're real? <laughs> Again, email complaints to Pastor Danny at Bayshore. <laughs> but listen, ladies, like say yes. Don't you know when you're out of debt, whatever, okay? Guys, buy the Yeti cooler. Put Dr. Perkins and Dr. Pepper in there. It doesn't matter because when you have self-control, you can really live like a kid in a candy store. Later, when you have self-control, you can rock your debt. And you kind of believe you can do this stuff because if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Okay, so here's my second point. We rock our debt by getting self-control. Second point is we rock our debt by getting understanding. Hosea 4 6, and uh, we'll throw this on the screen. Hosea 4 6 says this. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Now, I'm going to confess, this verse has nothing to do with money. Like, I totally took it out of context, okay? But I do think that we can all agree that when we don't understand our money, we can get destroyed by it. Isn't that true? Like, for instance, my, my buddy who financed that drug, when he told me my poker face was terrible, I was just like... <laughs> and he's like, what? what did I do something wrong? I'm like, well, y- yes, you did something wrong. And he's like, well, can can you explain it to me? I'm like, do you really want me to? And so anyway, so I walked him through it, okay? And I I was like, and we'll put this on the screen so you can follow along. He got, his interest rate was 8% because this wasn't his first big piece of stupid. (laughs) And so I said, okay, because you have an interest rate of 8%, all right, just think of it this way. You're not going to save $600 a month like your plan was. You are going to spend on payments $730 a month. At the end of five years, okay, you will have not spent $36,000 on this truck, which was the original plan. You will have spent $44,000 on this truck, and 8000 of that is interest. And he looked at me like, okay. Now, maybe that's you. Maybe, you, like, listen, I grew up playing King of the Hill on manure piles in Sussex County. That's true. And so maybe you're like a King of the Hill manure pile player like me. You're like, well, that don't sound like that big of a deal right there. Still so got the truck. Listen, I was like, listen, when you pay $44,000 for this truck at the end of five years, that truck's not worth $44,000. It's worth twelve dollars if you're lucky. So I, so I was like, okay, how about this instead? And, and we'll, we'll flip this, okay? If instead he took that $8,000 he was going to put towards interest, maybe he invested that $8,000 instead because my buddy was 22 years old. Let's say he invested it and not in Bitcoin, Rehoboth Beach. But he invested it in the market. And he was a terrible investor because he only got 8%. And over like 35 years, that's below market, okay? So he's just really bad at this. But let's just say he's really bad at it, puts it in the market, just leaves that $8,000 uh, $8, there until he retires at 67 years old. That $8,000 is now worth $290,000. $8,000 turns into $290,000. Okay, now let's go crazy. Let's say he saved all that money because he was going to buy a truck for cash, but he met Hank, you know, Uber Hank who ran over the volunteers? And he, instead of took his $36,000, at 22, just put it right into the market as a terrible investor. And he left it there until he was 67 years old. That $36,000 is now $1.3 million. And if he was an average investor, that would be over $3 million. How many of you could figure out a way to spend $1.3 million? You could you, you figure it out. You figure it out. I would bless myself with Baltimore Ravens season tickets, praise the Lord. There it is. But listen, I think so many times we get in trouble with money because we, we just don't understand it. Like we, we, we don't get that debt interest crushes us. But, but when we have interest working for us, I don't know if you're here last weekend, but if you have interest working for you, you get to $1.3 million just by one investment, $36,000, you don't put another dime in. Listen, you'll be so rich at 67, you'll be farting through silk boxers. <laughs> Millsworth didn't laugh at it. Fenwick kind of laughed at it. Hopefully we're happy with you laughing at it. I don't know. But listen, here's a simple way to rock your debt. There's a simple way, and we'll, we'll put this on the screen. Instead of your two favorite questions being how much down and how much a month. Now, again, nobody's allowed to feel shame. This is a shame-free zone if those are your two favorite questions. I just want you to have a, a new favorite question. And a new favorite question is, is this. How much is the real cost? How much am I going to pay in interest? How long am I going to tie to like this payment? Uh, what am I going to pay total? And what am I giving up by not investing this? How much is the real cost? For instance, with, with credit cards, the average credit card balance is $6,000. And the average interest rate on credit cards is 19%. So, and we'll put this on the screen. If you pay the minimum payment of $100 a month on $6,000 at 19% interest, you're going to be paying that for 20 years all right, everybody, just say I have a heart. I had a heart attack. Twenty years. <laughs> twenty years, and you won't pay six thousand dollars. You'll pay twenty-four thousand dollars. Eighteen thousand of that. Triple of what the principal is was on interest. But instead, if that same hundred dollars a month, if you just put that into the market, and you were an average market investor, at the end of twenty years, you would have three times, three times what you paid in interest. And so, how much is the real cost? That question can get us all back in black. So everybody just say this with me, every campus. How much, how much. is the real, the real cost? Perfect. Now, Fenwick, you still with me? Yeah. Okay. Millsboro, we're home with? Still with me, I'm sure. All right, last point is this, and then we're going to get you out of here and get you to, where, where are you all go eat around here? <laughs> Thrasher. Th- Thrashers. Okay, yes, Thrashers. <laughs> Millsboro can't go to Thrashers. They got to go to the Gumber store, but that's okay, man. All right, last point is this. We rock our debt by getting a plan. We rock our debt by getting a plan. Here's what Jesus said. This is Luke 14, 28. He's, this is Jesus. Jesus says, but don't begin until you count the cost. For Who would begin construction of a building without like first calculating the cost to see if there's enough what? Money. See if there's enough money to finish it. And so Jesus is like, what's your money plan? Now, maybe you're like, is that a trick question? Because I, maybe I don't know where my money is going. Anybody ever, like, figure out how to dis- make your money disappear real quick, and you're like, I don't know where it went. Is this ever happened to anybody? Me too. Listen, um, I-, I told you earlier, that me and my wife got married back in the Space days, and, so, um, and I-, I did a poll earlier to see who was around in, like, 1945. I want to just kind of, like, ra- get things kind of wrapping up by figuring out who the really old people are in the room. All right, and I have one question that will answer if you're really, really old. If you're ready for the question, just say, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. If you miss saying I'm ready, then you're re- really old. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Here's the question. All right, I want you at every campus to shout out dentures. If you are, oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I want you to shout out dentures if. No, 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 no. no. Fenwick, let's just back up. I blame myself. If the answer to this question is yes, then you're going to shout out dentures, Okay. Okay. So, I want you to shout out Dentures. If you are so old, you can remember when Netflix used to send you discs in the mail. Woo! Old people. Listen, I remember me and my wife first got married. It was 2007. We didn't have any money, but we did get the one disc Netflix plan. And it was $4.99 a month. Who remembers $4.99 a month? Nobody. Okay, cool. That's how far back it was. Listen, for, if I see gas for $4.99 now, I'm like, honey, pull over. Text your friends. Tell everybody. It's 4.99 right now. Okay, but this was like, this was years ago. Now, do you know how much our Netflix plan is now? Because, by the way, we pay for ours. I'm not going to do a poll to see who pays for yours. Some of you are like, I don't know how. I've been borrowing Cousin Eddie's for 20 years. <laughs> Anybody want Cousin Eddie's password? <laughs> Listen. Send Cousin Eddie a check, please. <laughs> but li- listen, we used to pay $4.99 a month. Now we pay $19.99 a month. And that happens in every area of our life. So I was like, that's where our money's going. So just, just one more time. How many of you have ever thought, like, I, I don't know where my money's going. I don't, I don't know where it's going. Yes, now, I found out where your money's going. I did some Internet research, and I found out, like, we're, we're spending every month on just some stuff. And listen, this is on the Internet, so it's true. I, I don't know... You know, Abraham Lincoln once tweeted, like, if it's on the internet, it's true. Let <laughs> me so get that to you later. Anyway. So here's where our money is going every single month. We'll put this on the screen. Uh, on average, we spend $273 on subscriptions. The average person, this blew me away. We have 21 subscriptions, the average person. What? <laughs> So $273 a month on subscriptions. We, $288 on Thrasher's French fries. eating out, baby, which is why we need new clothes. $156 on those new clothes with the elastic waistband, you know. Um, and then $150 a month on electronics. And then the holy grail of monthly payments. Our phones, $133 a month for a grand total of Drum roll, please. $1,000 a month. Now, maybe you're like, well, I just don't know how to, you know, rock my debt, Pastor Joel. I just gave you a $1,000 jumpstart. And and speaking of a jumpstart, I'm just going to give you a quick jumpstart plan to to rock your debt. Okay, so we'll, we'll put this... On the screen, this is super easy. Some of you might want to write this down. You might want to take a picture of the screen, Snapchat it, or just fall asleep during it. it. Doesn't matter, whatever you want to do. But number one, if you want to rock your day, number one, you need a budget. And if you're like, I just don't know how to budget, just go on to Google, the Google machine, or DuckDuckGo, or whatever you're into. Just look up a budget. And please don't pay money for a budget if you're broke. Get the free one. Sign up for the trial, okay? And you might be like, well, how long I do this? For the rest of your life, okay? But get a budget. And the next thing is this. Balance the budget. You are not Congress. You can't spend more than you make, okay? So you got to balance the budget. And so like figuring out the budget will help you know maybe you need to cut some things or maybe you can make some extra money, you know, being an Uber driver for Hank, whatever you got to do, but balance the budget. And then hopefully there's some left over so that you can, number three, rock your debt. And if you're like, I just don't know how to like pay off debt. Okay, just Google two things. If you're writing notes, write this down. Okay, I didn't put this on the screen. Okay, Google debt avalanche or debt snowball, those are your two methods to pay things off. Dave Ramsey says debt snowball. I kind of like the debt avalanche, but it doesn't matter. As long as you do one of them, great. We're moving in the right direction. And then last but not least, once you rock your debt, come on, somebody. Live like a kid in a candy store. Come on. I want candy or whatever that song is. Like That's where you get. Now, listen, I, I, I just, I just felt, I felt Rehoboth and I felt Millsboro. And I saw a little bit in Fenwick. It was like, oh. You know, you're like, a budget. (laughs) Balance a budget. (laughs) Paying off debt. You know, if you you threw up on the person next to you, apologize to them. Listen, I get that this is as painful as Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to just give you a quick closing story, and then hopefully this will make sense. Okay. Um, the other day I was making, uh, I was making dinner for my kids and my, my boy Nixon ran downstairs and he was all excited. He's like, daddy, daddy, my tooth is going to come out. It's loose. It's loose. It's loose. And so he's, he's wild. You think I'm wild? You should meet my son. Okay. And so the, he said his tooth is going to come out. Next thing I know, he's got his Nerf gun and some dental floss. I'm like, Lord, have, what is happening here? And so Apparently, he'd watch too much YouTube Kids, and he, his idea was, I'm going to tie the dental floss around my loose tooth, then tie the other end of the dental floss around my Nerf gun dart, and then I'm going to blast my tooth out, and I'm going to go down and kid infamy forever. And so I was like, forget making dinner. I am watching this. <laughs> and so for the next, like, 20 or 30 minutes, like, me and my wife, like, my wife was, like, tying the thing on his tooth. Like, we encourage this kind of thing in our house. And so... And he's putting the gun in and he's like squinting his eyes. He's like, Ehh! and he'd shoot it and it'd go poop and come right back because it wouldn't come out. And he's like, ah, over and over again. Pew! Ah! Pew! Ah! Pew! And we got a little video. You, you want to see a video? Nixon, what are you about right, to ready? do? See the guns what and I my have. teeth pooped off. Come on, Tooth. Is this the one, Nix? Uh huh. Okay. No, it's still in there. Okay, Big Nix. Listen, whose teeth hurt just, just thinking about this? Just kind of hurt? Some are like, no, I'm good. Dentures. Um. But listen, it wouldn't come out. And so me, me and Stacey, we were just like, keep going, buddy. Push through the pain, okay? Like, you'll be a kid legend if this actually works. And, you know, what they say the Sandlight Legends never die. You know, we're like trying to pump him up. And he keeps on towing it. And finally, he just yanked it out. <laughs> and we didn't video it, all right? So, but we did get a picture of him afterwards with his loose, lost tooth. I noticed this on Thursday. Look how much mac and cheese I put on my son's plate. (laughs) It's like I'm going to wreck that kid. All right, that's no good. All right, so don't give that kids that much mac and cheese. But anyway, (laughs) yeah. So here's the thing. Can we put that debt plan thing back up there? You're all like, just give me more two stories, please. Um, But listen, starting this plan is going to be a lot like Nixon trying to pull, you know, shoot that tooth out. All right, you're going to maybe, like, all right, I'll make a budget. You'll take one step forward, and then the car's going to break down. You're like, great, now I'm two steps back. Then you're going to take another step forward, and then your, your tooth is going to fall out. And you're like, oh, great, $3,000 to the dentist on this. And, you know, and then you're going to take another step forward, and some cute kid in your neighborhood is going to convince your wife to buy 73 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. And then it's going to be, like, four steps back. And then but let's say you get going on this plan, and you get to November. You're like, it's, it's working. Then you're going to be like, Shoot! It's Christmas in December. Is that when it is this year? (laughs) But listen, keep pushing through the pain. Keep going. Ah, yeah. All right. uh, Ah, that hurts. It it doesn't seem like. uh," You know, just like Nixon was trying to. uh, Just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep sticking to the plan. Everybody say, "I'm "I'm gonna stick to the plan." Listen, stick to the plan like a seagull sticks to a New Jersey person in line at Thrasher. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan because one day, if you do, you can live like a kid in a candy store because you've rocked your debt and you don't have any debt. And everyone at every campus, you got to believe that you can do this because if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And I really believe those are some of the fundamentals to rock your financial world. Let me pray for you guys. Jesus, I, uh, I'm always blown away when we just kind of look in the, the Bible and we see text that's thousands of years old. And it's like, wow, this is just hit me right here in this spot where I'm at in July of 2022. And so it's so amazing how relevant you made the Bible for all generations. And so God, I know some of this stuff is like so it rocks us, you know, just hearing some of the stuff like, ah, oh, you know, I don't really, you know, don't know if I'm going to do this. God, give us the strength and the courage to just look at this and say, maybe there's a better way. Because if you can trust us with a little bit, it says that you'll trust us with a lot. And so God, I pray that you'll, you'll start helping us so that we can be trustworthy with a little bit. And maybe we start somewhere with just a budget this week and, and we don't have to, you know, get everything right on week one, but God, give us the, the faith and the courage and the, the want to, to just start this and help us to believe that we can have a better life when it comes to our money, when it comes to paying down our debt, because if we think we can or think we can't, we're right. And so God, I just love you. I thank you that you walk us through the hard stuff in life. In Jesus' name and everyone at every campus said, Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the Bayshore Podcast. I want to encourage you to take this message you just received and allow it to go deep into your soul and let Jesus do the deep work that only he can do. A special thanks to everyone that gives generously to Bayshore. It's because of you that this ministry is possible, creating life change all over the world. You can be a part of spreading the message around the world by going to bayshore.online and clicking give. For all things Bayshore, visit bayshore.online to find out what your next step may be. You can subscribe right here and share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.